You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors. This is the 300th episode, which we actually recorded on time, unlike the 200th episode. Which, anyway, we drink a lot. Okay. So this is the host with the most episode. So you get to hear from all of us hostesses. Host did no, I didn't do that right. Hostesses no, with no, the most. No, where no, you left Norcha? Really I wasn't leaving. I was. I um, I sort of used a word that turned into just sounds. Anyway, okay. So don't forget to like and subscribe. And of course, if you want to leave us a review, we prefer you do it at the end of an episode after you've been drinking along with us. Um, if you want to be on the show or know an author you'd like us to track down, email drinkingwithauthors at gmail.com and we will find them for you. And our sponsor today, as always, is Skunk Brother Spirits, coupon code DWA10. Awesome stuff. So... I thought we'd start with going around a little bit because you do get to know the host, but I thought refresh on our host with the most. So let's start with you, my darling person, J.M. Paquette. I'm J.M. Paquette. Um, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do I write? <laughs> she's not ready. She's not ready. No, she's not ready. Uh, you know, ready. I, forgot, I forgot to talk about what we're, what drinking. we're drinking. I was waiting yeah. for that. What are you drinking? I am drinking, this is why I forgot to do it. So this is our new DWS flag, which is bright green. And I um, got some of our, our um, sponsors lightning again and lemonade. There it is. Lightning and lemonade. It's, it's kind of like gin and juice, except for way more dangerous to my system, but it's amazing. Um, so JM, what are you drinking? I'm drinking chamomile tea in the cutest little... Ooh, fancy! And I have a pot, I have a pot of tea and a tea cozy next to me. Chamomile tea. Is it a fancy pot? Well, it's in a cozy, so you can't tell. It's actually a T Rex pot. It has a T Rex <laughs> on it. <laughs> nice. And just in case yeah. anyone was wondering, um, yes, that is what she's like in real life. Danielle, what are you drinking? Oh, I got my barefoot with me. I got my apple. And then I'm drinking Ooh. it in my, my unicorn goblet. So I see the character. Yeah. So <laughs> ready to rock. So not there only do you color. have to get an outfit, CR, you have to get a goblet of some kind. So just so you I know. I feel like, but you know Corey's, oh, I love it, Jen. Oh. It's awesome. But you know Corey's role. I, people that don't know, I'm not allowed to walk around with glass. And like, it's not a joke. It's not a fun thing. Like I break stuff all the time. So like even my cups have dents in them, these little metal ones. So I would have to have like the steel goblet, like like Mr. She's yes. got a steel goblet. It's metal. It's That's steel. what it is. Okay, so see This way I can hit drinking? the peasants. <laughs> okay, so because it's 300, I went super extra. Okay. And because I have metal, you can't see. But so what I did was is this has three different liquors in it. And I think this is now going to be called death. Okay. I don't know who knows. Probably. Me and Erica have been creating the Four Horsemen liquor drinks as Corey creates the beers. So this is now death. 
because it's the only thing that makes sense. So I have a shot of tequila in here. I have a shot of pineapple rum. Mm -hmm. And then I have a shot of this new Western Sun vodka. I don't know if anybody's tried that yet. It's absolutely phenomenal. But it's mixed in with grape juice, like the, the super dark purple one. I did a splash of Sprite and then just a little bit of the, the like squirt that likes that weird grapefruit soda because it was way too strong. I will tell you just that little bit of like adding the squirt in it, it not, you don't even taste it. Okay. I'm not guaranteeing my mental state afterwards. However, I no, would say- No, I wouldn't. It no. is almost black. Like, I don't know if you can see, like it literally is like a black drink. Okay, good, yeah, but it's that's decided. Very okay, Val, what are you drinking? Who, who, me? <laughs> In, in my in my office mug here that says uh, you couldn't handle me, uh, you couldn't handle my undivided attention. Uh, I am drinking. Okay. I found this upstairs. I, it's some sort of margarita mix, strawberry with thirteen percent alcohol. It's. Um, Did you say two percent? Is that even allowed? Thirteen percent. Thirteen point oh, okay. nine. Thirteen. It's called a margarita oh. wine cocktail, strawberry mix, hundred percent de guava. I don't, I have no okay idea. that, that sounds, sounds like a terrible plan for you i can't wait to see you in about so two sweet. minutes okay mark what are you drinking my friend uh as always i've got a coffee shop of horrors uh i am drinking ichabod's dane the pumpkin spice because Ooh. it is autumn Ooh. so as far as i'm concerned we're in our ninth month of august here in st petersburg so uh only two more to go so uh <laughs> oh my goodness um, mm. I have a question. Is Coffee Shop of Horror still around or did they end up folding? They closed their Tavares location, uh, the one uh, that wasn't doing so well. Uh, they are still around. Uh, they are still they are still sold at Prometheus Esoterica in Winter Haven. And they still have the main shop uh, in uh, Montvert because it's too fancy to be called Montverde. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, and oh, that's uh, so that's close, close to where I am. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and so they're that online, right? Coffee shop but, but pandemic did hurt them bad, so they're you know they're still trying to recover. So no, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so many parties out in Mount Verde. <laughs> I don't even want to know what kind of parties you wear in Mount Verde. Sounds like a dangerous thing. I don't even okay, know where that is. It's it's outside Orlando, which just means it's probably it's, dangerous. It's in the hills so. like by Groveland. <laughs> it's it's a little past Groveland. It's like nestled in Mineola and Claremont a little bit. Kind of right near near Claremont. But yeah. Claremont is so cute. It can't be dangerous out there. Mount Verde has uh, you drive through a private school to get to the first and only light in the whole town. Yep. And then it's just a bunch of neighborhoods that often are rented, but by parents that throw their kids in there, uh, which is why it's the party place to go uh, back in high school and, and, and early okay, college. Okay, I was going to say, and Val, when, when, when were you attending these parties? Like, where is this we're talking every weekend? I was designated uh, driver, and then I discovered that I could pull fuck with people really bad. So party boy and jackass was like a big thing at the time. So right. when I... The, the music's playing and something the party boy so song comes on and everyone starts like it looks like they're all having like a group seizure and i'm like what the hell just happened and then i realized what song it was so then i just put it on repeat it took eight repeats before someone figured it out it's wondrous it's like john mulaney have you ever seen the pussycat 
the Pussycats sketch the by John Mulaney, yep. where he's like, "You're by the second time you're wondering if it's either a really long song, but the third time really gets people. If you haven't was, seen it, you have to. It's fantastic." That was that was the guy who uh, kept uh, who figured out his phone could reach uh, the the jukebox where his wife was having dinner with her friends, and he kept playing tub thumping over and yeah. over and over again by Chumbawamba. <laughs> And, and he kept that, she kept texting, you know, how are the kids? He's like, well, they keep getting knocked down, but they get back up again and yeah. nothing's keeping them down. <laughs> <laughs> we have been post bombed by a missing host. Sorry, but my Zoom wasn't working and the notification. It wasn't just up. not me. See, it was okay. Vanessa has a legitimate excuse. Val, I don't know how you ended up in here twice and then still didn't work. Vanessa, welcome. Welcome. 300, 300 episodes. We were about to do introductions kind of to who we are a little bit, um, but Val was reminiscing about her times of partying in Mount Vernon, screwing with drunk people. But this is what happened last time. Do you remember when we did the 200th meet? Val kept going on tangents, and everybody had to keep really. Yeah, I can't imagine that for me. I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, that's not weird at all. Oh my god! Yeah, Danielle, you watch the show. Danielle, you look like a goddess. By the way, thank you. You're you're my go to the grocery store. (laughs) Just a casual Tuesday night. I know. Like I'm like. I need to wear a crown right now. That would make me feel spectacular right now. Every yeah. girl should have a crown, everybody. That is that is true, but none of us are going to pull it off the way Danielle is right now. Okay, so let's do the little intros. JM, are you ready now to do the intro of yourself? Sure, I'm JM Paquette. I write fantasy paranormal romances with cheesy happy endings because that's how I roll. And, and yeah. oh, no, hey, tr- love triangles, because you have- I do love that. triangles too, yeah. So Vampires, so demons, shifters, oh my, and happy endings. And Danielle, <sighs> love yeah. your story. <laughs> so sad. Your a little bit. Sorry about that. that. I guess we'll go to Danielle next. Danielle, tell the people who are listening a little about you. Uh, I rip people's hearts out, according to Jen. You do. Hi, Jen. I know. Sorry, I cried here. Oh, uh, I'm I'm Danielle M. Orsino, resident uh, Fay Queen, and uh, I write Birth of the Fay, the Birth of the Fay series, soon to be Birth of the Succubus series, because we've only got two left. Wink, wink. I can't wink, or else I would. And I, sorry, just double I was blink. Gonna do this, but I can't because then that covers half my face. And uh, I write fantasy and soon I guess it'll be paranormal so we're getting there and then I'll have an oracle card set wink wink again yeah (laughs) that's that's coming it's we're gonna have to get you on the cough cough thing since you can't wink you just gotta go cough cough I oh okay there we go oh there you go I can't do that either so yeah we're gonna do wink wink there you go Okay, nobody's being subtle. Nobody on this show is ever known for their no. subtlety. What about you, Val? Do your intro. <laughs> I am Valerie Willis, the interrupter and the defeater of manatees. <laughs> but I'm more, <laughs> I am well known, better known for 
<laughs> for writing angsty broody men in my paranormal romances and all things in between mythology she likes destroying hearts with her boy boy romance team, team dante that was a compliment coming value <laughs> that was a good thing i mean you you destroy our hearts but team dante jen dante. danielle danielle destroyed my heart thank oh. you jen so so sad i'm angry always good. i need vengeance okay that's so a compliment with that cr tell us about yours uh so i'm cr rice i do young adult fantasy right now the i write the realm series it is actually the first realm is wrapping up in january so we will be going into dark noir so that'll be mm. exciting Yay. Very cool. Vanessa. Uh, so I write um, primarily uh, fantasy, but I do have a couple of short stories on Amazon that are horror related um, in like uh, anthologies, um, which is a uh, welcome to Whitebridge and uh, is it the demonic household items, which is one of Valerie's brainchilds, which I taught I have a uh, demonic K cups. <laughs> That are I don't pumpkin even spice. I know what a demonic K cup is. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, pumpkin spice is uh, demonic and it makes a bunch of people in an office get a little crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And speaking Mark of getting crazy. a little demonic and crazy, Mark. Thank yeah, you. Uh, I'm Mark Muncie. I'm the author of the Erie, Florida book series from uh, History Press uh, and now uh, Erie, Appalachia. And uh, so all folklore, myths, legends, monsters, UFOs, uh, I'm big with the tinfoil hat crowd uh, at the paranormal cons and all that fun stuff. Uh, but I'm also writing a children's book for Four Horsemen uh, that should be on the way soon called uh, Mothman this, is Missing. Is this so. also a horror story for children? Uh, yeah, it's it's a spooky, scary story for kids. Like but, Goosebumps? Uh, you know, uh, I'd say a little... We're somewhere between Goosebumps and Christopher Pike. So a little more than Goosebumps, a little less than Christopher okay. Pike. Ooh. So that's, that's, like the, that. that's the area we're shooting for. What's the what's the length of the novel? Like uh right now it's about 45,000 words and it went off the rails and was at over a hundred thousand <laughs> at one point. And now I'm I realize that's not a kid's book. That's me going crazy. So that's why it's uh <laughs> being rescheduled and rewritten. And that hundred thousand word thing is going a completely different direction, gonna be something else. So <laughs> Ooh. to be named later you could do like the light version like you know how they always do uh like kid versions of things where it's yeah. like oh here's the real like fucking disney movies so it's yeah. like here's peter pan it's a wonderful story and then you know you have the actual story where it's like he literally ripped souls out of children so like you could do like that like that's, that's, that's probably like what it's Brom? gonna wind up being it's something along those lines so yeah cool Yes, and Peter Pan. I think it's funny if people go read the original stories and not the Disney books. It's I a whole love Peter thing. Pan. He's my hero. Like the original story, it, he's my hero. All um, he wanted was friends and to be happy. And I feel like people judged him too harshly. Yeah, he I may have done a few knows. dark deeds, but you know what? Who doesn't do a few dark deeds now and I think so did Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, my friend. <laughs> See, skinny people is my line. See, I, it's really weird. 
everybody has their line. I'm really cool. Like somebody is trying to kill you, you can kill them. Or maybe somebody's just a giant dick. They kind of don't deserve a lot of things. Skinning people and wearing them as clothes, that's my line. That's your oh, that's line. The line. That's, that's the line. line. That's my line. Okay. So that's my line. Now sure. we have a line. Right. See, okay. now we have a line. That's that's my that's line. The line. Note okay. to self. All right, got it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Everybody yeah, note that down. That's your line. Yep, so that's the line. Earlier, um, before we started recording this majestic 300 <laughs> episode per thing, I was saying that, can you guys believe that J.M. Paquette here was the first episode? She what? Was. She was. Yeah. Was she was the first episode 299 episodes ago. Look at you. Cheers. Do you feel fancy? Where's your special cup to commemorate being the first guest? Right? You would think I should have like a mug or you something. Yeah, a, a sash. Like a sash that you just yeah. wear around to the supermarket and like fluff your hair back as you walk by. Damn it, Erica. Why aren't you on this? I will get I you. Get I will sash. get you if you, if you want a, a sash. I'll get you a sash if you'll actually <laughs> get, get that. I think, I think I'm good. I should, just get, a, I should get a ribbon to put I on a badge that. at an event. That's what I should get is the ribbon first drinking with authors. Yeah, you got I get your crown. That's that how you get your crown. There you yeah, go. I Danielle's already got you. We got, got that. That's, That's because easy. I was the book that one of the authors when we did this in a bar, except... Yep. Then that got weird. <laughs> pandemic happened. I was, mm-hmm. I was I there. Weird that ever pandemic. happens in a mm-hmm. bar. My first Way episode. Way back when, Mark, like, right? Kathleen <laughs> Turner. Who was your first episode, Val? My, my first episode, I sounded like Kathleen Turner. You did. You mm-hmm. did. That was actually the first episode I watched because, or listened to, I mean, because Val was like, I sounded, I, I couldn't, I was like, how did you do an interview if you couldn't talk? She's like, well, Erica just made me drink al- hot alcohol or something. Hot toddies. <laughs> hot toddies. I will say, when I was actually on, you know, the drinking with authors, like as author, it was when we were doing it at Erica's house still. And I went, and Vanessa, you were there. You remember she made my drink. She was like, drink it sparingly. And like, I took a drink and I couldn't fucking talk. They asked me a question <laughs> and I was just like, still my story's about and like I couldn't <laughs> breathe because and Erica was like is it good is everything okay does it taste right and I was like it's crazy <laughs> but like and, and she used it with coffee it was it legitimately was a good drink it's just she also plied me with coffee so I wasn't expecting the burn of rum after coffee Erica Erica comes well prepared she had a cheese plate little oh. um, I, I, I no longer am allowed to have food. So I used to have food. <laughs> when we did this, we recorded at my house and we had all this great sound equipment before we decided to do these lovely videos. And well, because we also thought, okay, this is cool. We'll invite authors to the house. And then I realized I don't want weirdo fucking authors at my house. So I started doing it in a bar. But then we invited Val over who decided to eat while recording, while having a terrible voice, <laughs> choking. <laughs> So I no longer offered food to the guests because it became a very Val uses it. Okay, drunk Val uses it as a means of stopping myself from answering a question I really shouldn't answer. Uh, hey, Erica, we have a new thing. We're going to get together. You're going to come down. You're going to stay at my house. We're going to Val over for a meeting. And we're going to do a live drinking with authors. She can be at our taste test. 
Oh, yeah, no. For the foods that people, uh, the, the no. weird food combinations. I don't know oh, if actually, you guys have listened to some of these. It's traumatizing me. Like, it keeps me up at night, some of these things that people eat on a daily basis. Like what? Like John Scalzi's Fish eyes and, like, people that say they don't like cereal. Like, that just haunts me in my nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately eat, a, it may sound crazy, but I eat a bowl of cereal every night before I go to bed not even lying i have special bowls i have you know in the hotels when you go and they have those fancy little cereal machines i have six of them and they are all full <laughs> and they all have different cereals so i can't remember the last time i ate cereal danielle don't I'm shake your head at me i'm so happy booberry finally back in store booberry's so back at sam's club they had a whole set of all of them frankenberry yes. I, I i stocked up already <laughs> i would never you survive know, a zombie yeah, apocalypse time. though because it's always gone by february Right? They did Fruit Loops. So, okay, let me just tell you, I mix cereals because, like, I'm kind of a mad scientist. God, my husband does the same thing. They did. They made a fruity pebbles with marshmallows. Okay, right? It was so good. No, it was so good. It lasted one month. Too much. It lasted one month, but it's back. Like Lucky Charms marshmallows within the fruity pebbles, and I'm like, what is happening here? It was wonderful. Was not. It was. was, They weren't the ridiculously big marshmallows like in Lucky Charms. They were just these cute little delicate ones. (laughs) It was. It was. We're actually debating the size of the other marshmallows. I love that people are listening to this podcast, and now, in case anyone's wondering why we co-host and have a guest is so that we don't go down these ridiculous tangents <laughs> about marshmallows and fruity pebbles. You would never say this was a writer's podcast. Every time we do interviews with people, I always get emails that appreciate me and I still talk to Jim, okay? Like we did our little tangent about the Four Horsemen and Skunk Brothers thing and he still talks to me all the time. So I know don't be a fun guest. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, let's let's do this before we have to take our break here. Um, let's get all the host's weird food combinations. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. CR, prepare yourself. You need to go first, my love. My my favorite. Okay, so mine's great. I like pickles and Doritos. Wait, wait, you eat them together? Yeah, so, okay, so this is what I do. You just open the bag of Doritos. Like, let's say you're having a really shitty day and you just want to, like, I don't do the ice cream thing because that's cliche and I don't do cliches. So I put on Just Friends. I grabbed a bag of Doritos and, like, you know that gallon thing of, like, Mount Olive pickles? (laughs) I sit on the couch and on one side and you grab, you take a Dorito and then you put them in Danielle. You got to try this. And no, you stick the pickle on it and you eat it. It's delicious. And then like you have a drink too because you just drink the pickle juice. And it's like all in one, oh. you're good. <laughs> I feel you, Danielle. I feel you. <laughs> okay. Why are you so guys acting like I'm crazy? Somebody you're send not me crazy. Well, eyes, okay? You are crazy, but like good crazy. But um, so now that you've officially caused the same effect that others cause on you, uh, Danielle, what is your favorite weird food combination? Wait, I, I do like maybe, all right, maybe I do like lime Tostitos and I'll do some, you know, Reese's Pieces or M&M's all in the same bowl so you get the lime that's, salt. But that's just fancy lime Chex Mix. That doesn't <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like that. that is fine with me. 
I approve. That, that is okay. Oh my God. I need a little sauce, a little sweet. Okay. It's gotta be only the lime one. I can't have like it's regular, okay. it's gotta be the lime. I'm, I'm okay. sorry, I'm not drinking pickle juice. Miss Queen over <laughs> Miss Queen over I, here I needs so bougie checks mix. Traumatized <laughs> by the pickle juice. Okay, well now that we've traumatized Danielle with pickle juice, uh, JM, yeah. what about you? I'm a super picky eater, so my I was like peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. That's that's as crazy as I get. No, you know what I do? Um, when when we yeah. used to have parties, I would put a bowl and I would put M and M's and Skittles in the same bowl, and I like them together in my mouth. I like M and M's and Skittles. <laughs> you see, that's weird. Party. That's sadistic. And I will tell you, I went to a party one time, and I thought it was fucking Skittles. I was traumatized. Okay, it's the same thing with, with like the Coke and the the Pepsi. I used to have an aunt that swore she only drank Diet Coke, but then you drink it, it was like regular full flavor Pepsi that just exploded everywhere. No. That's no. like oatmeal raisin cookies. It's just lies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, what's your weird food combination? Um, I, I you know, I got to say oh, my favorite thing is uh, I, I'm hurt. doing uh, like an egg <laughs> salad, but with uh, eating it with salt and vinegar potato chips. Uh, oh, yes. Pringles. Are you from the yeah, Northeast? Like I am from the Midwest. So yeah, it's, it's, it was Basically, a thing that yeah. and, and a little bit of hot sauce on it, maybe some bacon bits. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay, I can do most weird. of these. Okay. You do it. You, do, it like that. You, you do the duck thing with the Pringles, with the egg salad in the middle, maybe a little strip of bacon. Boom. Done. I mean, I don't go bougie like that. I just throw some chips on the bread between the eggs. Like, there, I'm usually just dipping the I egg salad make, with the, the I wasn't Pringles. allowed to play with my food. So I do the duck thing. You do okay. the duck thing? Yep. Well, actually, mine has salt and vinegar chips, too. But I like okay. eating, like, getting my mouth, like, really salty vinegary and then just chugging back Coke. I don't know if it's just the sweet, the sweet and the salty. But I love it, like when my mouth gets like super salty and vinegary, and then just drinking some Coke afterwards. You mentioned so that you, you're uh, doing a human Mentos and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you talked about know. squirt earlier. That works really well with the salt and vinegar too. If you haven't tried the great, yes, it does. Squirt. Yeah, oh, I, and I don't know if this is weird too, but like sticking salty French fries in like a Wendy's chocolate frosty. Oh, that's, that's a, a southern thing. That's not yeah, that's, that's a southern that. thing. No, you normal. live in North Carolina. You can't do that face. No, I mean, I, I never heard of this before. It's <laughs> like you guys I've have opened the gates of hell. No, <laughs> yeah. I like I am. Um, I do have Wendy's in the French fries now. Okay, Val, what about you? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. On a writer level, everyone thinks it's weird that my writing go to uh, snacks that I will eat in tandem is uh, a Slim Jim Doritos <laughs> and chocolate, chocolate milk. milk. Sorry, it seems like a I'm road sorry, trip what? thing. <laughs> and that too, Slim Jim Doritos uh, and chocolate milk. The thing that drives my family crazy is Thanksgiving time. I just mix everything into the mashed potatoes and gravy. Like I pour everything. How do I do that? And then I just, okay, I just mix everything out of a pickle jar. You drink everything out of a pickle including the corn, the green thing. You guys freaked out when I said everything to Doritos, but this woman is drinking chocolate milk as she eats a Slim Jim. Okay. So, yeah, I, and Doritos. I can't. I can't. I just, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I don't have to the only thing missing like, on my show is just the gates of hell. They're open. What is what the hell? What is, what is, what is, what is,
like I also enjoy sardines and mustard on a cracker. I'm oh, sorry, you do what? <laughs> sardines. Another one. Yeah, it's sardines. You eat sardines? Yeah, sardines. Well, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> 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 I can't eat you people. Um, my dad, my dad got me on Vienna sausages and pop meats, or yeah, the pop potted meat uh, sandwiches and below. Yeah. Potted okay. meat. So oh, I need to add your daily meats. diet to our list. It's like a, it's like a spread on bologna. Okay. I mean, I mean, the, you throw a slice of cheese on there. My brain. You, know, you got to do it. You got to do it the Elvis style, Valerie, with banana, a slice of fried banana, and, and peanut strawberry butter on the spam. Uh, it's, ooh, oh, it's ooh, so good. Ooh. My okay. ex Look. used to take bologna. You know, I'm with you on that one. Danielle's looking just flabbergasted. I'm with you. There's no such thing as spread on bologna. Okay, that's not a thing. <laughs> it is. It's about me. It's spam or Vienna spam. sausages. Yeah. No, no, spam you have to slice and fry up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is better that way. Oh my God. I said my ex put it in the blender. He would blend bologna and mayonnaise and smear it on a sandwich. It was so gross. That's what it means. Oh my gosh. So okay, gross. Erica, these don't count. Okay, these don't count. Yes, because this was not done. Okay, I'm not eating a fucking sardine. It's just not happening. There's saw something cool on TikTok <laughs> with, with the yellow mustard on a watermelon. No, okay, you okay. know, hard pass on this. We need to take a break anyway, thank God. And we're going to be right back. I Yoko, what's yours? Host episode. What? You didn't add yours. Yeah, what's oh. yours? You don't get out of this. Oh, yes, um, please add to this, Erica. Oh, please. <laughs> she, no one can beat Val. So I like um, salty potato chips with and dip it in cottage cheese. Yeah. That makes sense. That's okay. Very similar. Um, that makes sense. Because it's potatoes yeah, with cheese curd, basically, and sour cream. That's all that is. You just sit there like, no, that makes Easy sense. sour cream. The other thing there. I do, which annoys mm -hmm. the crap out of my boyfriend, which he doesn't understand this, is I'll take sharp cheddar cheese and put peanut butter on it and eat it. Yeah. Okay, now that's special. That's okay. That's okay. I actually <laughs> was trying to think of one that I just <laughs> said that's okay. That's, that's not okay. okay. My, exactly. Do you need a therapist, sweetheart? Like, <laughs> I have numbers. That is I, not okay. You guys have all turned into the Muppets as far as my my brain is concerned because it's processing it so much better that way. Wait, this is what we have to ask instead. How did you get that weird food combination? How were you sitting there, Erica, with cheddar cheese and peanut butter and like, all right. Well, yeah, I can, I, so I'll answer this, but then we're taking our break. Okay. So I will make little like, plates of snack foods like you know cheese and pickles and meats and stuff like that and I had crackers and I was like oh you know what peanut butter would be good on the crackers too like just weird little snackies and then I was like I wonder what this cheese would taste like and I'm like oh my god that's so creamy and good and that's how that happened when yeah, I was pregnant, you know, I'm putting these all on the list, but I hate you all. You brought me a jar of <laughs> okay. peanut butter and like six string cheeses, and that's how you were like, you're eating these. Oh, oh, oh my god! Yeah, once again, Muppet. It just it's okay. better. Muppets. You do the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're taking a break and maybe coming back to record a second half. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. 
almost 12 years old. Davy Jones was it for me. <laughs> I was having problems dancing and tambourining. I got overzealous <laughs> and overly excited. <laughs> like we've had our own little version of Monkey Mania 50 years later, which is just crazy. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brothers Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunk. to pickles and Doritos far surpassed Val's <laughs> <laughs> Doritos and chocolate milk every time I see she does it when we're working at night. sardines and mustards like you guys are more my, dad, my dad's a fisherman I go fishing I catch my own fish and cook it that's the thing I and do you're just like fuck it I'll take a bite out of this floundering yeah, and my like, dad likes cute. it I mean it's gotta be good I mean that's the brain that's, the brain. that's how the brain goes <laughs> And I'm like, you know, this isn't this isn't what I expected it to be. It's kind of, you know, fishy and mustery and traveling with you guys for cons is going to be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I can just I can just love myself. I bring pop tarts, chips. I bring alcohol, water. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out that Val can be used to supply all the junk food on any sort of con voyage because I will say, when it comes to getting like food, she is not the best at. Let's get the healthy food. She's like, let me get chips and cookies and Pop-Tarts. But they satisfy I mean, because you're like, those. I don't want to eat those things. I want to feel better about myself for five fucking minutes. I'm going to cram a cookie in my face. And it is better than say, anything they serve at any con. So uh, Very true. I bake though. So I don't know who has been in the office when my husband's been there. I know a couple of you work there. My shit's legit. And that stuff is all low calorie because I like food, but I also am determined to stay in a certain weight class. So if you guys want a road trip, I got you. Nice. Yes. We will be well, super okay. extra and I will bring cake and cupcakes and you won't even know the difference. No, like, I am I notorious. Need I need so, you know, there we go. Yeah. I got you, Danielle. Okay. okay. So now that we've gone over our way of food, <laughs> are we recording we're talking about yet? something else? So you realize that in 300 episodes, that means we've been doing this podcast. Let me think, because 52 weeks a year, for over three years, we've been doing this podcast. I want to say November of 2019 was around the time of the first episode with Jen. 
because you were but there. But if you only do one podcast. No, because that was like, like episode two. <laughs> and I know it was November when I didn't have a voice and I was struggling. The struggle is real, Erica. It was. <laughs> I, I somehow feel like you made this about you when I was asking a different question. <laughs> so, um, okay. I don't mean to do it. You weren't even there at the recording of Jen's episode, just for the record. I you weren't there. What? I was like one of the first people who listened to it. Okay. She listened to it, Erica. That's very important. She was there in spirit. She was an active participant. You were. Very oh my God. I was, we're, I we, we're with you, Valerie. We appreciate you. I appreciate you very much. Yeah. Okay. Jen appreciates you. So back to the question I actually asked, weirdo, drink your margarita shit, was what's very different for you guys now than three years ago? Because this all started pre-COVID and then we went through COVID. We're still kind of in COVID, although everybody's forgotten about it. What's different for you? Danielle, do you want to go first? I'm a horseman now. I wasn't one then. <laughs> I was, I was floundering on my own. I was floundering on my own back in 2019, writing the first birth buffet locked <coughs> out of heaven in in the Christian fiction category. As it should be. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Nobody freaked the fuck out. That was a joke. If you're not watching YouTube, you wouldn't see my face. <laughs> I got joke. you. And, and now I am riding with the horseman. That is the difference. That is very, with, very true. With four books and a novella. Yes. And yes. it's so good. Thank you, Jen. I just, and I turned it in on time. Valerie left. No, nobody wants to Valerie's know. Gone. Valerie's gone. Valerie's like, I'm out. She's and, one of the horsemen. And then Valerie's gone. That's how that happens. Okay. Yeah. You and were just back in, I believe, or... Our power just went out and she was struck down for the anchovy thing that could happen what about you mark <laughs> oh man well for me i think uh you know we did the first in the bar uh like I said the pre-show show uh where uh was i think i was still just doing the self-pub stuff then mm -hmm. and then we did first episode one of the early episodes i think it was like nine or ten uh and we did eerie eerie had just come out and was and i was i think you were the first podcast i did and then the next thing I know, I'm doing coast to coast AM and and the big radio shows, and then the you know, and now I'm on Travel Channel, Discovery Channel, I'm doing documentaries as a talking head, and and it's like what? And now I'm guest speaking at the Mothman Festival, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. This so is what we can all derive from this is being on Drinking with Authors launches yes. you makes you successful, launches you, yes. launches yeah. you to the stratosphere, yes. Uh, oh not God. you know, not that I can still quit the day job yet, but we're getting there, which is the scary so thing. So close. The Mark, fact you that it's, you gotta do. You know, I can see a light. It's crazy. So that's nuts. That's so cool. What about you, JM? Well, I finally finished that series <laughs> and wrote a second <laughs> one and other stuff. So I, I've I've published more of the things since then. Also, yeah, I'm a, I'm a horseman as well. Um, or a horseman as well. I think everybody on here is a horseman, so that that goes that goes along with it and being a horseman. That's that's very cool. What about you, CR? Three years ago, we'll go with Three the positive years. stuff. Okay, so let's see. I signed. I became a horseman in what was it? Twenty twenty. 
Yeah. Is it 2020? Um, I am about to have eight books in total out, which I didn't realize was a big deal until I realized and broke down the maths. Um, yeah. And I'm ending my first realm, which is awesome. And I so it's so weird as an author. Does anybody else that does do series like? But when you get near the end of it, you're like, dude, I just want to kill you all. Like <laughs> to I just want everyone to it. ride off happily into the sunset. That's oh what, no, see, I'm I done with it. Jam, I go opposite. I know you've checked out a few of my things. She gets dark. But like you, I feel like you just you're just ready to be done with it, and like you're excited for like the next chapter, which book irony. But it's it's been weird three years to think I went from I don't know 50 half done book things and maybe thinking about publishing something in the future to by the end of the year I'll have eight out like that's insane and it's all because of four horsemen so that's pretty badass I well, mean I, it's also you. I mean the horseman <laughs> helps but you have to be able to write that much I know you know that's a that's a key part what about you, Vanessa? Three years. Three uh, years. Um, no, I would say just meeting and connecting with a lot of people because I feel like my writing community was like super small. And now it's I've met so many cool people and it's been a, it's been an awesome experience. Yes. It's very cool. That's what I think about a lot is the number of authors that we've met on this podcast, different authors from yes. different places. You know, and it's not I, even just authors, like it's the we Erica, we've done a couple of voiceover people and we've done like the actors that have turned into things that like just the the way that all of the the artistic community just like kind of interweaves. I think I never realized that like before this mm -hmm. podcast. I never realized how much everything weaves into each other. I guess that was naive. But like, I don't think it's naive. I think it's something that's not talked about a lot. I think there's a lot yes. that is not discussed in the author community and especially connecting and creating a community. Cause I think a lot of authors don't necessarily know where to go to get a community and, and, and do things. And, yes. you know, you can, you can find out a lot about how to write and do stuff like that, but hearing the stories of where people came from, from brand new people, you know, one of my favorite stories recently was an author that came on and she was 70 years old when she retired and decided to write a book. Oh. Like, can, can you even like think with, can't even. I'm 70, I'm retiring, I'm going to go write a book. And she's on her second one. And her first book became a USA bestseller. Yeah. Within the first week, I was so mad, like deep. Okay, yeah, there's so a little bit of, yeah. Setting. So it's one of those where you're like, oh my God, that's so amazing. And on the inside, you're like, you know, because you have the angel devil thing. It's just like, you son of a bitch. Like, are you kidding me? And she's just like, it just happened. I was lucky. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. oh, yeah, you were lucky. Right. She's like, it was just so easy. And I'm like, you know what? No, it's uh, not easy. There's not but enough I, warnings for the I have to say, because I met Vanessa, I met you first, met Erica. And when I did my first podcast, and I, I was did not there. think, yeah, I, no, my first podcast drinking with authors. My second one was with UCR. My first one was with Vanessa and Erica, when I was with my other publisher, and it was so funny because Vanessa was like, "I think you should, you should come talk to us," and I was like, 
yeah, okay. And Erica looked at me, she's like, so let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your publisher? And I was like, <laughs> um, I was like, uh, and I'm like, how do I say this nicely? Okay, we're not recording, so I could, and I'm like, well, and this is like, yeah, why don't you tell us? And just lean in, and you guys were both like, so what's going on? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then at that point, I was like, maybe I should consider jumping ship. And then, you know, when I switched, I was so happy. And then I had my little nervous breakdown around book two. And Jen was really cool because Jen was like, I'm going to talk her off the ledge now. Because I, I called up. I was like, I don't think I'm right for this place. I was like, I don't know if I can You're keep up. wonderful. And Jen was like, okay, we're going to talk you off the ledge now. And then at the end, Jen was like, are we done? And I was like, I think I'm okay. And I was like, wow, there are nice people in the publishing world. Because I had not yes. experienced that yet. I was just used to like, even though I was with a traditional publisher, doing everything like down to uploading Ingram, like on my own. I was so by myself that I'm like, oh, there are nice people here. I'm like, I don't have to do this alone. I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Like it was such a new experience. And it was all from the podcast from agreeing. Because I remember when Stephanie was like, I got this podcast drinking with authors. She's like, I'm just letting you know, they drink. She's like, are you sure you can handle this? She's like, I mean, I don't know if you remember me and Erica during that one. It was quite fantastic. <laughs> well, I was like, it's funny it's, is yeah, hearing sure. what Stephanie says about it. She refers us a lot of authors because she does the book and wine. I'm saying this wrong, Danielle. Yes. Book wine love book book and wine lovers. Yeah, yeah she does the book and That's wine lovers. Is. So she sends us a lot of guests. So I always wonder what people who send us a lot of guests say about our podcast to them like she's always like this? listen she always tells us she's like go listen to them first before we say yes to this and that's what she did with me she's like go listen to the podcast first make sure you can hang and I'm like yeah sure and she said she was like you don't really have to drink and I was sitting there drinking and that's where the Anne Frank story came out and when <laughs> Stephanie heard that she listened to it she goes you rewrote the ending to Anne Frank and admitted that out loud and I was like yeah, that might not, I was like, Stephanie, that may not have been my best moment ever. And she Everybody was like- Everybody has a dark writing moment. She was like, you're on blasphemy list. You really had to go rewrite the ending of a classic and admit it. I was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> now that I think about it, I was like, we probably could. I was like, that was the liquor. I'm like, that was, she was like, yeah, that's where you put water in the glass, Danielle. She's like, you hold up the <laughs> bottle and you drink water. <laughs> she was like, you could have figured this one out. Okay, I, so how about how about this? How did Erica get us all? Like, how did we come to be with Four Horsemen and drinking with authors? Like, what is the overall experience? Because I just totally jacked this from Erica. Oh, Nobody look at Erica on the screen. I'm blocking this side because that's where Erica is. My favorite. Oh, I, I, you know, the one I think you should ask first is Jen. Mm -hmm. Jen, because Erica's over here. I won't tell her, I promise. Yeah, it's just us, Jen. How did how did you encounter? Here comes Valerie. Here comes last... Val. That's good. I was just gonna say, here comes Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? We missed you, buddy. Ciara's put a question before people, and she's starting so with Jen. What I'm doing is, if I because my hands right here, you can't. Erica can't hear me. Okay. Jen, how did Erica suck you into four horses? What happened? <laughs> well, because I've known Erica for 20 odd years now. 
And every, every now and again, when we would talk about writing, she would be like, we should start a publishing company. I was like, we should. And then we would get a bunch of people together and they wouldn't, it, and then it would fall apart. And then, and then one day, one magical day, Erica met Val and all of a sudden this idea that we had had for years and years and years was actually a thing. So Hey, look at that. I, I didn't even have to block. Okay, Black Girl, Erica, welcome back. Yeah, Erica, welcome back. We are, hold on. That's how Jen oh, got oh, okay. the horseman. Ask her how she met me. Okay. Uh-oh. Jen, oh, you want block the... her back up. Block okay, her back so up. I met Erica many, many years ago when, okay, so I went to high school with a guy who used to run D&D games named Jim. And Jim, in addition to running Erica, games you for his ass, didn't you? our group of people, it also <laughs> ran groups uh, games for lots of other people so Jim knew Erica I did not I was not part of of Erica's crowd like it was a different crowbar separation so anyway one day Jim was like hey it wasn't even Jim it was actually Amanda who was a friend of mine in the Jim Nick group who was like hey Jim is running a game with some new people do you guys want to come and we were like yeah that's fine you know give us the address so um the day of the game arrives and uh Jim calls and he what was it he wasn't even going to be there Jim was like yeah I'm sick I'm not able to go but here's the address just call it's a gated community so just push in the number and tell them you're there for the game and they'll let you in so Mike my ex at the time was like are we really going to go to a stranger's apartment and I was just thinking the same thing like, be so like, hi, we're here for the game. This is how people get murdered. But we did. And I showed up and I met, I met Erica and, uh, and a couple of other people who are gone, but I met Remy that day. And now 20 years later, I'm, I'm married to Remy. So thanks, Erica. So it was, are you saying that it was rainbows and unicorns? If you play D and D it's rainbows and unicorns. That's exactly After? what I'm saying. That's totally what happens. Okay. Meet people and come together for a game. That's what D&D I got. Will change your life. Okay. I mean, that's my understanding. What does everybody else think? That was that was basically the story. That's the story I'm telling. The they were faded. They were yeah. faded. How about Val? Val's a fun one. <laughs> okay, Val. What do we got? Huh. Do we need the do we need the blocker up or we need the cone I, I feel like I missed a question in the time frame I was gone. I feel it was like- the what which how's your life different from when drinking with authors started three years ago? I know famous people and they like me. <laughs> <laughs> what wow, do you do? It, was cool the, it was the and they like me that got me. It was the <laughs> they like me. Yeah. John, Jonathan Mayberry finds the manatee issue a fascinating dilemma that I have. Oh, I can't wait for Dragon Con because that's not going to end badly for all of us, possibly. I mean, and I brag, boy, that's and I go brag well, to this day how I get to be friends with Erie, Florida guy. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you're Erie, Florida guy. Val, you're not answering the question, though. How do okay, you get yeah. <laughs> So, so it was wordier than thou i think you guys were here in orlando megacon and they i through the great grapevine so everyone in orlando o-town knows val as the the filler spot person like if you got a spare spot or need a moderator on a fly you call val the author she'll be there no time flat because i like free tickets to geek cons (laughs) (laughs) yes i'll do the thing 
Um, so they were like, hey, uh, can you dress up as one of your characters and be on this panel? I'm like, fuck yeah, for MegaCon? Yes, I could do this. I get there and um, I quickly discovered that Erica and I were of like mind. Like we were running that booth. I don't know where Tiffany was at any given point, but me and Erica were selling fucking books, man. And we were pulling people over and selling books. And of but course, I feel Tiffany like you have already met at this point. I'm so confused because no. you went from not knowing her to you guys no. selling She was just a fellow yeah. author and we were there to work a con. You were just like, high five, I don't know your name. But yeah, you exactly. Okay. And then she's like, this is my book and my face turned red because it's my home on Hawaii Island. And I'm like, well, ma'am, you're a little bit more <laughs> risque than what I, she's like, but yours is Cedric the Demonic Knight. I'm like, trust me, I'm, no, I'm ready G compared to you. <laughs> <laughs> But I dressed up as my character. And of course I fucked myself because I wore shoes I hadn't worn before and totally, totally oh. fucked up my heels. Oh. Um, Are you talking like platforms or like boots? They were boots like and they ate into the back of where your rigid yep. ankles. Yep. Oh. yep. Totally scraped me dry. And I, I ended up buying, luckily there was someone selling flip-flops and I think it was Desiree that went and, and got the, did the exchange with the flip-flop guy. Um, but went on stage and they ended up not needing me technically because we had to squish like two or three extra chairs. And what it was is that her authors hadn't confirmed whether or not they were going to show. But we made do. Erica moderated that panel. We had a good time. And next thing I know, uh, she started inviting me out to other conventions and we started to get to know each other really well. Um, and I think the last con we did before we started Four Horsemen and had that just real like serious sit down talk about it. Um, and I'm pretty sure this was awesome. This was shortly after I, oh, no, it was before the podcast too. She's like, hey, I've got a spot on a romance panel is all I heard in red. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I love going on panels. I'll talk about romance scenes. For the record, I didn't say romance, but continue. <laughs> Val, how was your talking about sexy, dirty things? Is basically what I'm getting from that. How was it? It was in Fetish Con in St. Petersburg. Yes. I'm like, where are we going? Oh, wait, I remember the story. Didn't you say you would see like random dildos and like weird things and your face started to turn everything. every time you pass by something? Um, it's so okay, Val. Like, just calm down. You don't have to be wet. It's been years. Just ooh, calm down. Dude, I'm like, they're like, you can't use your real name. I'm like, but my author name is my <laughs> you can't use real names to get into this con. I'm like, how fucking crazy is this convention? And Erica, who was the only one who knew about the other name that my friends had dug me at the coffee shop, goes, you have another name. I'm like, I can't use that here. I can't be here as, as her. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to tell the guy and I can't. <laughs> I said, give me a sticky note. <laughs> and I write it down and the guy flips over the sticky note and he goes, nice. And thus, Honey Cummings had her first convention. <laughs> you are so red. It's so adorable. Well, I think no one's not in years. And Erica's like, what are you fucking looking at? And it, because every time I'd look down, I would see more of the things I was avoiding and I have to suddenly jerk up. Yeah. And I was almost running into wow. people. 
and now you write sex scenes about people destroying bathroom sinks. <laughs> Ooh. And now you're They've fucking done that in a while. Yep. That's completely realistic. Okay, I gotta add one little story to the Val thing, and then you gotta go to Mark next. Is so Val, we're walking through this convention, and she sees there's um uh a booth. I'm gonna say a booth, and she goes, "Oh my god, that looks just like the necklace I wore in high school." Oh, I, and I look over at what she's talking about, and they're collars. Oh, so like dominant oh. Val, honey, who gave you the necklace? <laughs> on it and i'm like you wore this all through high school who was your dom and she's like what are you talking about and i'm like this is bondage gear this is what this is with the necklace on from when she was <laughs> I, I really thought you were going to say she was wearing anal beads all through high school <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Val, we gotta talk off screen. I gotta know background. I gotta know what the hell you secretly got looped into. They open a hot topic at my local local small town mall, and and I just thought it was a really cool goth necklace. Oh, honey, <laughs> so oh. sweet. It's okay. Yes. That's like a chick going and from no one Abercrombie and ever corrected it. <laughs> yeah, we no, college um, wearing Val, that. Val had an interesting day that day. I do have That's to say. Okay. All right, Mark, how did you meet Erica and get with Four Horsemen? Um, again, it was uh, uh, pre-Drinking with Authors days. Uh, I was uh, uh, wordier than thou was the, the group that hosted little events around St. Pete, Tampa and all that. And uh, I knew, uh, was it Tiffany, I think, ran mm -hmm. that? And uh, she reached out and said, hey, we're doing a, a thing where we're, we do a thing where we go to a bar and we know your new book's coming out. And uh, you know, come to the bar and, and we'll sell your book uh, to about a dozen people who showed up. And I'm like, all right, I'm good with that. So I uh, went down and, uh, and I was like, well, where's Tiffany? And Erica immediately comes up, says, hey, I'm the one running this. And, uh, and, and we just hit it off fast as good friends. And, uh, and we, you know, we talked books and she ran the little panel and it was great. And then a little bit later, she's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing a podcast. You want to be on that? And I'm like, yeah yeah sure and uh you know I've, and i've done a million podcasts since but that was like one of the first so uh too much fun yes yes Not much more i've basically to it, been stalking mark for years is really what what's happening there it's a <laughs> the very subtle stalking out yeah. yeah it was no uh no more to it than that just well, was what like, was really funny too with Mark is his wife used to sell me comic books at the comic, comic book store. store. <laughs> I, I stalked her from the comic book store for years. That was, you know, she's the cute girl at the comic shop. Of course, you know, the, the you know, I had to, I had to, you know, chase her for years. But uh, yeah, no, it was fun because we have the same circle of friends. And so I had heard stories about this lady, but. <laughs> had never met and then and she had also heard stories about me and it was finally when we finally started talking we're like oh you know them oh you know them oh you know oh that was you they were talking about oh that was you <laughs> a lot of renaissance festival people a lot of yeah. horror people it was it was it was it was funny that these small circles just you know hadn't intertwined yet so yeah there was we were infamous to each other yes. for yes. most of the time <laughs> vanessa 
Oh, I'm going to blame Valerie. No, I'm just kidding. It was uh, Valerie and I used to be in a writing group in Orlando. And so Valerie and I like stayed in contact and she's like, I met this person and she's like the perfect person to start the publishing company that of my dreams. And I was like, what, who is this magical creature? And so uh, Valerie introduced me and that's kind of, and then I met Erica in a, like, this was like during COVID, uh, you couldn't do open mics in, you know, out in public. So I, we did like a, like a zoom. Do you remember that Erica? We did like a zoom chat with like Brandon. This was before Brandon joined four horsemen oh, and yeah. was other people. And I never read, read my writing out loud to anyone ever. And so Erica goes, so Vanessa, what did you bring to read? And I was like, um, <laughs> um and Erica goes okay try again what is it that you're gonna read <laughs> basically didn't give me all the choice to decline so I literally busted out my writing and read my work for the first time because Erica gave me tough love so that's how I know her <laughs> that's awesome it's true now CR what about now the camera turns to you my love so mine was Corey, my husband came to me and he was like, hey, you keep sending me these random things you're writing. He's like, what would you do if I told you I know a publisher? And I was like, <laughs> whatever, no big deal, sure. And he's like, but like, would you sit down with them? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's like, cool, so we're gonna meet with her on Saturday. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> And he's like, no, no, we're going to go in. We had just moved to Florida at this point. And so we had chaos. And so we go and we, we had our son. And so I show up and I'm like, you know what, honey, I'm not feeling good. Why don't, why don't we just like, I have a little tickle in my throat. Like I'm not feeling good. And he was like, no, like that's called nerves. And so what you're going to do is you're going to pull yourself together because he's very much the I'm going to make you do this type of thing. So then we go. And the whole time, like, I just remember, like, distracting myself with my son because, you know, that's very important in a very important meeting that you have distractions. But so, like, I'm doing the whole thing. And Erica was just like, look, what is your idea? And so, like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is kind of what it is. And she's like, okay. And, like, it's just started very casual. And then before I knew it, it was just seamless, like, just explaining everything. And she's like, great. So I'll send you a contract. And I was like, excuse me? Like, what do you, what do you, like, I, until I had the actual, like, we just talked, we sat in the middle of Barnes and Noble and Starbucks. And like, I was like, she bought my son a cookie at one point because he got fussy and like, but the whole time it was seamless. It was just, we were talking like to normal people and doing the whole thing. And then it was just, you know, I'm going to send you a contract on Monday or the next day or whatever it was. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I thought it was a lie. Like I thought it was my, my husband trying to just like boost my confidence and and do that type of thing and she was like no I love the idea send us a submission and I'm like yeah okay whatever and then you know I always wanted to write I didn't want to publish but he was that type of person so I picked through if I don't know if you guys have that trash folder do you have that like random ideas that have started that don't actually have anything I went through that for like two days 
and was just like, which idea is the best? I still have it. And like, I was like, this one can be a series. Like I could really dig in deep with this one. And so I sent it to her and she's like, I love it. Like there's so many directions you can take with this. Like, let's do it. And I went to, to Corey and I was like, holy shit, like Erica. And he's like, yeah. I was like, that lady we met. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, she really liked my idea. And he's like, I told you, like, she'd be completely honest. And I was like, no, but like, is she being honest? And he was like, she's doing it as a company. Like she's seriously honest. And I was like, holy shit, like I'm doing this. And then I remember calling Erica and being like, are you sure? Like, are you, are you really sure? And she was like, yes, this is what we're going to do. This is what you have to do. And I went from no finished stories. Like I have a folder on my computer that has 50 random ideas, probably 60, 70,000 words a piece with no ending to them to just knocking shit out. Because I was like, holy shit, like this is really happening. And you get that, like, those like endorphins. So yeah, Erica scared the shit out of me. And now I have eight books out because I thought it was all a lie. <laughs> like I thought it was like some scaring the shit out of people is an effect I have most of the time. Actually, that's but part of her character. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't part even that. Time. It was just a special ability. It wasn't even her because like I would have that conversation, just like how are you doing, you know, whatever. And then I get the email and it's like, how's your book coming? And it was like a serial killer type thing, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh my god, she remembers. That's on brand. That's how it kind of fit mm-hmm. in those first couple months where I was like, okay, I'm on track, but like what's going on? And then it would just be like, how's your book coming? And I'm like, oh my God, they remember me. Like it was, it was like just that real feeling with like somebody actually cares and it's not like a scam mm-hmm. because I remember reading about all those people that like submit their stuff and you know, people want their submissions, but then it's like they're three grand in and their book's not out. And I was like, this is just lies. But it was genuinely like, hey, like your deadline's coming up. Do you need something? And it was just the whole entire, like they legitimately, like this is real. They care. They do the whole thing. So yeah, that's how I met Erica. Blew my fucking mind. We didn't do Danielle. No, we're BFFs. Secretly stalk her, wave at her in a window. That's okay. I'm still stalking Mark. (laughs) I'm going to get that book out of Mark. I know she's stuck for a long time. (laughs) But but Erica, how's yours? How is that going? I can't remember. I actually have been writing in it. So you can give me crap, (gasps) but I've been writing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Erica, how did you meet you? How did you meet? We need need Danielle. We skipped Danielle. Danielle. I thought we got Danielle. Did we know? I got it. Yeah, I met you guys on the podcast, but I will say the the first time they told me I was going to be on the cover. With Erica and Val, when we were having that discussion, because Val pulled out the. So let's talk about your cover. Let's talk about and these was pictures like, that you. Well, have the first time I was like, folder. I was like, so I was like, I already designed the cover for book two, and you were like, and remember Val went, yeah, and I was like, so I sent it to you, and you were like, have you ever seen that cover in the light? And I'm like, yeah, and you were like, no, 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 in the real light, and I was like in daylight and you were like no under fluorescent lights because it was the the pale blue one and you were like do you know what happens to pale blue and pearlescent white writing in fluorescent lights and I was like um you can read it and you were like no you cannot and you were like I took it and I put it under the light and it washes out and I was like oh I'm like yeah I paid for that And you were like yeah 
so um, what are you doing with those promo shots of you as the mermaid? And I was like, Do I don't know. I was like, to those? <laughs> yeah, you, I was like, Fame Magazine was supposed to use it. They didn't use it. And you were like, but you own those, right? I'm like, yeah. And you were like, yeah. Me, we're going to put you on the cover. Okay? Give, me a couple mind, days. Right? give me a couple of days. See what I'm going to put you on the cover. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, we're going to do what now? And you were like, yeah. So we're going to try something. And I was like, okay, so here's the deal with that. I'm like, we all agree we're not going to airbrush me to look 25. You were like, yep. And I'm like, and when the time comes that I can't be on the cover, I was like, you guys are going to buy me some haagen sit me down, let me cry, tell me that I got to pass We're going to get you some pickles and Doritos. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm going to cry out of my freaking mind. Tell you, I was like, we're going to say fuck off. And then you're going to call me back the next day and make sure I'm okay. And it was all in agreement. And then we did it. And then I saw the cover and I was like, oh my God, that's me. And you were like, so this is how we're going to, and Eric was like, this is how we're doing it from now on. Okay. And I was like, we're doing what from now on? You were like, yeah, you're going to be on the cover from now on. The end, end of just, there was, no, it was not up for debate. There was no like, maybe we'll try this. Let's see how we do it, Danielle. It was just, and scene. And no, I was the, like, the Horseman oh, brand is, we're going to break every rule there was in publishing as long yep. as we felt it was a thing that the industry needed. And I, I like, get DMs and all cover. the time that are like, hey, I love your cover. I'm reading your book. And I'm like, cool but like I put so much effort they're like no 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 covers badass and I'm like cool but do you know how many hours and they're like no no, no. cover, cover. And I'm like no that's cover. fine that's fine I was like People in like the inside shade. my heart is disintegrating into nothing I'm not saying Val didn't put in some serious fucking hours on the cover <laughs> but I'm just it's like research it's just it hurts on the inside so like when they say don't judge a book by its cover it's for the author that's the only reason it hurts us on the inside Oh no, yeah. when you're on the cover, you're just like, okay, okay Danielle, you don't count. That. That's not fair. That's not fair, no. Danielle. Not all of us are on the cover. Although I will say, because like the chick had red hair, and when I went to Phantasm last year, I had red hair. They were like, is this you? And I was like, that's clearly not fucking me, but sure. <laughs> like, sure, that's <laughs> totally it depends. Are you going to buy the book? Because, yeah, that's like, me. Yeah, then it's me. That's okay. I, I and I was looking for, at her and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? But Mark yes, Muncy's yes, chapter book to put him on the cover of his children's book. Right, Just, oh, okay. There we go. There I, we go. How you no. feeling, Mark? When how we had doing? when we had our book come out, you know, from the publisher, they you know, History Press, they, you know, 90% of their books are written by you know college professors who only do it because they have to publish so much a year to you know, to, so, and most of their books never sell more than like a hundred copies in their lifetime. Uh, I, I think it's like 600 is like when they've done really well. Um, and then they sent us our cover uh, and it was just the state seal of Florida. And I was like, you know, after my wife had done all these illustrations of all these monsters and everything. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, give us, <laughs> give us a day, give us a day and we'll come up with something better. I promise. And they're like, well, we're going to press. I'm like, just give us a day. And Carrie worked her magic on that and uh you know made that state seal you know, the state seal we had the you know we only had a limited window so she kept the state seal but threw in all the monsters around it and that became you know our icon we still use that and it's um and then that was their first you know book to hit the bestseller list i mean it was their first book that you know went into second print immediately third print immediately fifth print you know all this within a week of launch yeah at they the were american library out. association we dropped your name at the history press booth and they just were like mark it's like, is fantastic <gasps> <laughs> it's, it's so funny because they, the the publicist 
uh, he's still like, you know, there's two of you. There's you, and then there's some lady out in Oregon who is basically the West Coast me who does all the conventions and all that out there. And we're the only thing that uses the publishing budget for the company. So none of the other authors could care less. You know, and so, so I'm like, hey, I want to do this event. Can you guys help? They're like, yeah, because nobody else is taking this quarter's budget. So go do this con, go do this, go do this. And whenever he's like, whenever somebody says, well, what are they doing for publication? You know, what, what's publicity have you got going on? Well, Muncie's doing all this. So yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to say anything else. Yeah, yeah no, That's the girl awesome. at the history press booth, we were like, oh yeah, no, we know one of your authors. She's like, oh, really? Who? And we said Mark Muncie. She's like, you know Mark Muncie. <laughs> it, was, it was a whole thing. She got very fangirlish about Yay. you. Yeah, they they have some of Carrie's art in the walls and they they used us. We were the reason they got into CVS and Walgreens. Uh, because before us they you know they were just in little gift shops and you know and and travel stations and stuff but now we're in cracker barrel we're in target we're in costco and, and that all came from our stupid books so that's you know they they love us and they treat us like royalty because of that so well you are royalty. okay okay so this is the last question because we all could talk for hours and do with each other but what what do you think we're going to see between now and the 400th episode of this show so we'll start with val oh why do we get start with me because it puts you on the spot and you're done being blushing from the whole going to the uh no let's not talk about that let's not talk about that <laughs> she's immediately getting red um i think and i think we're already starting to see some of the, the stuff that i was hoping to see by episode 400 and, and that's seeing a lot of authors come back and hearing progress in their their career path since the last time we spoke with them like showing p and it's it's going to transition eventually by 400 and 500 episodes that people will be able to use our podcast to to see how different an author's journey is at a snapshot you know here they are on their first episode and then a year or more later here they are in their second and a year or more later on their third and fourth and they will be able to see what, how different authors measure success because that's a big topic out there. Like, how do you, def, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're successful when you make a billion dollars. You're successful when you get Netflix deals. No, it's, uh, it, publishing has changed quite a bit, especially with self-publishing and everyone's idea of success is unique to each of us. Um, you know, um, you know, to me, my success this year is I, I'm traveling out of state for the first time and selling my books. Like to me, that's a big success for my, my own author career. Um, and I think the other thing that we're going to hopefully see by uh, the 400th episode is um, hearing people's stories of how the shifts in the industry have either made their experience better or worse. Uh, we're going to hear a lot of stuff, either more horror stories as the big guys crumble, because that's my prediction, and as little guys start to grow and get a foothold in places where they once were big guys only. So I think that's that's my that's my two predictions. I appreciate your two drunk predictions. Vanessa. <laughs> Ooh, I just want to see like four horsemen just be on the news saying and basically having like the big four start crying because four horsemen's dominating the scene um that's what i want to see happen and i would love to see one of the authors whoever it is 
have their stuff be like a movie or like a Netflix or something like that. So that's yeah. what I'm shooting for for you guys. I love you. We were asking what you thought would happen with the show, but I love that idea as well. <laughs> well, hey, want- I'm saying with for the show. Because prom- the people are going to come back on Drinking with Authors to promote their show. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. JM, what do you think? Well, first, Danielle's book series is going to be a series on Hulu or Netflix or something. Thank you, Jen. Because it is very visual and I can't wait to see all the dragons. Anyway, butterflies. Right? Um, you're talking about drinking with authors right. and you're not so even drinking. I, I'm not even drinking. I'm serious. That's a serious. That's Jen, prediction number one. On track. Um, hey, she gives her alcohol. Let her go. Just keep and us on track then, and you're already veering off. I was just going to say flying cars and just let it go with that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We're moving on. Danielle, Danielle, what do you think is going to happen between episode 300 and 400? Um, I think that you're going to have bigger names coming in to talk about the process itself and how the industry is changing more and um, maybe more voice over actors, voice actors, voice over actors, uh, more narrators. How's that? Narrators. That's good because I wasn't sure. Cause I'd like cartoon people too. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, talking about the process itself and what's going on in the industry. Uh, I think that the idea of Bookstagram, TikTok, I think we'll see more people wanting to come forward and discuss the influence of those uh, those platforms and maybe talking to them more, like talking to a Bookstagram or talking to a TikToker, you know, about how they're influencing the uh, review process. Because when you think about it a couple of years ago, nobody was doing that you know reviewers were just what you saw in you know usa today or new york times that's a whole genre or a whole you know topic itself that we could probably get into a little bit more and maybe talk about i like it like it mark what do you think i think uh that we're gonna go uh, it's all just gonna fall apart and we're just gonna be back in a bar talking books no mark anymore in any of the future episodes. No, i'm out i'm out no 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 honestly i think this is just i, I so how it's, how it's exploded it you're right the only way it can go is up it's just going to keep exploding I think, you know, we, we've met some amazing authors over these 300 episodes, and I think we've got so many more. And we've, we've talked to a few that have, you know, gone on and aren't with us anymore now. And uh, sadly, we were trying to get Eric Flint, and I don't think that one ever No, he did. Pass. We had Eric we, Flint. Yeah, we had Eric. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. So Eric and a few others, I think, you, you know, so I think we've got some of these that are you know treasures that are fun to dive back into and we've lost them so i think yeah. we're gonna have i sad to say i think that'll be a little bit of what's coming too is you know we're gonna have some archival stuff here that is gonna be treasure that is gonna be some historian in the future is gonna be like yes this was the best interview this guy or this person ever did and they were unsung heroes and this is before they were famous or even after they were famous and done you know and forgotten i think that's that's the stuff that I love with this show is that we've, we've gotten everybody. We've got people at the beginning of their careers. We've got people who are having a renaissance. 
we got people who are just on the verge of a renaissance. And uh, I mean, um, I always bring him up because we've talked to Owl, you know, once or twice. Uh, Owl going back, you know, Bram Stoker, lifetime award winner. And, you know, he's forgotten by so many, but now he's writing for DC and Marvel. Yeah, and it's and I mm-hmm. you know, I want him back so we can learn about you know, where he went from horror author to you know comics. You know, I, I can't wait to see what these things do. So yeah, that's I'm I'm in I'm in for the long haul, gang. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> yes. Okay, CR, what about you? What do you think? I think that drinking with authors is gonna take on an entire new platform. I think we're gonna go and look at things and we're going to do interactions with people that we never expected whether that is authors comic book artists you know like danielle said we're going to do narrators and do all of these things and i think it's going to be super interactive and to like mark said we're going to follow the you know so many different people's careers and we're going to see people take off and still be able to look back and just be like, look, drinking with authors, and we're going to keep having these people come back because we're different. Drinking with authors is a different kind of podcast. It's fun and it's interactive and it's unscripted, and you don't know what the hell is going to happen, but you know you're going to enjoy every step of it. You know it's going to be memorable. And I think that with what drinking with authors and even Four Horsemen has in the future, it's going to be something unprecedented in the current world right now. I love it. For me, I want to keep building the community. Like I feel like drinking with authors puts a community that people don't even realize is there because they get to listen to their favorite authors, but other authors get to get advice and all kinds of things that they, that's not formula advice. You know, they get to get weird advices and weird ticks and things that we you know i really and hope honest that- stories i think is another thing that mm-hmm. we provide that yeah. you don't it, it hits something different because it's not scripted like i know recently you know i've looked at you know other podcasts and stuff like reached out and it's scripted it's like hey we're gonna ask you this we're gonna do whatever and like this is genuinely a let's just sit down and have a conversation like let's just yes. talk and see where it goes and that's something that is not big in what society is right now because everybody doesn't nobody wants something unpredictable and I think that's what we are we are unpredictable in drinking with authors and four horsemen and we're just gonna blow everybody's lids off mm-hmm. I love it agreed I love it okay guys I love you guys I love having you as hosts and co-hosts especially like now it. when we get to talk about <laughs> naughty things just kidding and make her blush and no, I I consider myself incredibly lucky to have all of you guys as not only horsemen, but also as part of the drinking with authors and helping me create the wonderful community and stuff out there with everything. So thank you all very much on our 300th episode. Just so bizarre. I can't even believe I keep saying that. And <laughs> with that, let's just do a real quick how people follow you guys. If they want to follow you individually, Danielle, go. On Instagram at birth of the Fay underscore novel, or you can check me out at birthofthefay.com or on YouTube because now I have a YouTube channel at DM Orsino author. Haha. I got very it. Very right. cool. Very, very cool, Vanessa. Um, my um, handle for Instagram and Twitter is at Nessa Valiente. And I also have my website, which is Vanessa Valiente Yay, CR. 
I am at C.R. Rice author, or author C.R. Rice. I lied. It's author C.R. Rice. I have been drinking. It doesn't count. That doesn't count. Anybody keeping track? It is author C.R. Rice, okay? I don't know if you guys remember what I was drinking. It's fine. It's authorcrrice.com. It's at authorcrrice. Everything is going to be going bananas over the next couple weeks and months. So subscribe, like, follow me. You'll get amazing information. Val? willisauthor.com um and you can find me at just about every social media as well as author uh be sure to follow my newsletter for cool uh compendium entries and mythology and insight about where i get my crazy ideas especially when it comes to the cedric series which is my flagship um i also write under vc willis um so author vc willis and author Honey Cummings. Uh, the difference. Sorry, is them. is Honey Cummings your dirty, sexy stuff? I'm just trying yeah, to. Yes, hear. yes. Okay. Yes. If you like humorous erotica, <laughs> where you're laughing and fanning yourself at the same time, Honey Cummings is the way. Uh, Mark Munsey had me on a panel, and I'm like, I don't think I'm qualified to be on the Bigfoot panel. He goes, Sure, you are. And then when I can distinguish, there's five different types in five different regions. He's like, Yep, you're qualified. <laughs> Uh, no, and then VC Willis is my male male romance. So if you like uh, runaway vampire prince falls in love with human priest, Team Dante. Team, and- John. <laughs> Team Dante. Okay. Val, I it's, I'm it's done. supposed I'm to done. be a little a, a little short clip. You, no, like, I can't. Look, look how much is gone. This was a fresh bottle. <laughs> Nothing. Did you read what, did you even hear what I was drinking? I don't know if yeah, you're touching the thing that was an incredible lightweight. Like she just I have no gallbladder and I never drink unless I'm on the show. Well, I'll help you. It's fine. JM, JM, please take over. Uh, author jmpiquette.com or Twitter at author jmp or at Dr. Jen 13. That's my editor stuff. Very cool. Mark? Uh, at Erie, Florida uh, was the original, so that's still kind of the big round, but we have transitioned to at Erie Travels. So erietravels.com or erieflorida.com. You can find all my stuff. So Very cool. Mark, we got to talk. I got I to do something with Mark with Loch Ness Monster. You know how I feel about the Loch Ness Monster. I do know how you feel about the Loch Ness Monster. He would be excited. I have to communicate with I, Mark too. And I've even had my husband be like, I was like, hey, honey, what's his email at work? What was that? <laughs> yeah. I messaged you know. Mark and says, what was the name of that slug monster in the St. John's? Yeah, yeah, I get, <laughs> I get that a lot. Damn it, that's right. No, no, yeah. I, we'll have to go, we'll have to talk. Uh, I was just <clears throat> talking with uh, Katie Elizabeth. She's the the lady who investigates Champ. So I can talk to you oh, about that one. Champ is, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fine. Yes. Okay. Do you, does everybody <laughs> know how we're going off the rails? No, right sorry. Now? We're going we on cryptids. You? Can't help it. Yeah, oh. you can find me at ericalance.com or dahlialance.com, which is Dahlialance. It's horror and horror. It's, yes. <laughs> and all of, for Dahlia, all the socials are at Dahlia Lance, and for Erica, it's author E. Lance. And that's how you find me and stalk me or on drinkingwithauthors.com, which you can find me too, you know, and my reputation will precede me regardless of what venture you want to go into. But this has been amazing. Thank you guys so much for being on here. 300. Take your hands.
And guys, we will see you next time. Oh, our sponsor. What? Sponsor. Oh, our sponsor. Our sponsor. Spirits. DWA10 coupon code. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. And please leave there reviews. You and of course, you can email us at drinkingwithauthors.com. There you go. Fit it all in. Okay. Bye. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.